0: Do me a favor, help me start my sermon. Close your eyes. Yeah, close your eyes, unless you're in a crazy public place. Close your eyes and take a deep breath. Okay, I say the word God, your eyes are closed. I say the word God, what do you see? Take a minute, what does God look like? A rock, a river, a tree? Does God still look like an old white man? I'm not mad at you, I'm just asking. Does God look like Jesus? The blonde one with the wavy hair or the bronze one with the woolly hair? Does God look like that? Is God a curvy black woman, like the God of the matrix or the God of the shack? What does God sound like? Does God sound like wind in the trees? Does God sound like bird song, or does God sound like stillness? A deep bass voice like maybe Alvin or Mark or Wesley? Does God sound like jazz? Okay, open your eyes now. D- does your God have a smell? Does God smell like baking bread or brownies or honeysuckle or lavender or rosemary when you rub it between your fingers? what is god like i think it's an important question especially in a time like this when we are stuck inside our houses worshiping online when our friends and families are far away when we are isolated or stepping over dolls and trucks to be able to do our work I think it's important to ask, what is God like? When COVID has killed people we care about and we can't even get to their funerals, it's important to ask ourselves, what is God like? What is God like? When POTUS has weaponized a secret police force dressed in camouflage gear, kidnapping protesters for God's sake. When Mother Earth is angry What is God like? And by the way, where is God? Is God like an angry SOB who is mad at us and is therefore not answering our prayers? Is God like the one who hears the cries of the enslaved, meaning the slaves in Egypt and the slaves here in America, and sends a male Moses and a female Moses To liberate them. Is your God a taskmaster? Or is your God one who will pay people the same amount of money if they start work at the end of the day? As if they started at the beginning. Is your God just? Does your God rain on the rich and the poor but want everyone to have enough? What's God like? Is your God a suzerain? who takes care of you in exchange for your loyalty and your tithes is your god a genie who grants every wish just because you articulate it no matter what is your god your partner helping you sail through these stormy seas The way we think about God, the way we talk about God, the way we believe God has everything to do with the way we live our lives. The way we believe God, what we think about God, our cosmology, our theology, what we think, say and do about God orders the universe based on what we think God is like and what we think God wants from us and wants for the world. a man named Juan thinks about God as a partner. In the midst of a global lockdown, in the midst of this pandemic, he was living off a small island in Portugal and his dad was about to turn 90. And all the airlines had shut down and he decided that it was super important to get to be with his dad and his family in this time. So what did Juan do? Juan embarked on an 85-day solo journey from Portugal to Argentina in a boat, a small sailboat. And 85 days later, he landed at his family's port. He refused to think that this COVID would block his flow, would stop him from being with his family. Sometimes he was hungry and sometimes he ran out of gas and sometimes he says he drank too much and that wasn't a good idea because that made him hallucinate and kind of feel more despairing. But almost all the time, he was able to reimagine a relationship in which God was close. God seemed far away, but he was able to reimagine the relationship well, God was close. He says he found himself praying and resetting his relationship with God. And that faith kept him standing in these times and in these situations. Are you feeling like God is far away, my friends? Are you wondering if God has turned away? For Juan, rough waters out of gas and not allowed to report barnacles on the bottom of the boat that he had to go and scrape off risking shark bites, none of that made him forget that God was close. That God was close by. This is the God Paul is talking about in this text that Calispo read so beautifully at the end of Romans, at the end of, end of Romans 8. There's a time when we can feel like God isn't close by. That we're waiting and waiting and waiting for a sign from the holy and it doesn't come. And Paul said, and this is more the message version now, that the moment we get tired of waiting, God's spirit will show up right alongside us, right alongside us, like the wind in one sail. And that the spirit, that the spirit will even pray on our behalf in size too unintelligible, too deep for words. God's spirit knows our heart. God's spirit knows what we need. God's spirit liaises us with our God, knowing us and what we desire in our wordless signs, even more than we know ourselves. This is why Paul, Paul, who had been a Persecutor of Christians, Paul, who suffered and struggled as he began to do his own missionary work, Paul, as he began to articulate his theology about God, imprisoned, tortured, Paul says God knew what God was doing from the very beginning. God had a plan, a good plan for us, all, each of us, to create us in the image of God's self, to be love in the world on God's behalf. And that this intention, God's intention for us, is constant. On the days we feel it and on the days we don't. On the days we feel in the center of God's grace and on the days we think we are way outside of the bounds. On the days we think we've been really good and on the days when we think, Oh my God, I suck terribly right now. I'm behaving terribly right now. I'm outside of God's love and grace right now. No, nothing, Paul said. Paul had a good history of being bad. Nothing separates us from God. With God on our side, and God's on the side of all of humanity, with God on our side, how can we lose, Paul says. God put everything on the line for us, including sending God's Son into the world to live a life of love for us even at the risk and peril of death, God's sent to the sun. If God is for us, who is against us? God sticks up for us, sticks with us, like birds and a feather, like birds to a feather. God is sticking with us, hanging on to us, close by us. And nothing, nothing separates us from God. Not our trouble, not these hard times, not this horrific fascist regime, not bullying, not backstabbing, not the ongoing perniciousness of white supremacy that too often violates black bodies. Nothing separates us from God. Representative John Lewis, who was buried yesterday, his funeral was yesterday, often talked about how the violence that he suffered in the Southern Freedom Movement didn't make him feel afraid that God was present, but actually liberated him, liberated him to lean into the loving arms of God. You know, a few years ago, the Consistory made my job description uh, to include more public theology. So I get to write and blog and tweet and Instagram and Facebook and preach and go to conferences and put God talk in the world. Put our vision for God in the world. God is a loving power. God is a loving partner God is an agent for change, God who loves all the people, God who speaks more than one language, God who is just as happy to be imaged as a black curvy woman as God is to be imaged as a freckle faced kid, God who doesn't care by what name we call God as long as we love God, God who loves us even when we don't know that that force can be called God, God who doesn't care about our religiosity but who cares about how we love the world that's the stuff I get to put in the world and I'm saying to you my friends you and I are all public theologians we all are doing our God talk out loud whether we believe it or not whether we have that in our job description or not the way we live our lives testifies to the way we think about God to our theology of God and people our little people, the students we teach, the parents with whom we break bread, the friends with whom we do socially distanced gathering, the people who watch us on social media, everybody who knows you and me is listening for what is this thing called God. And this crazy, cruel God that's being storied in the media, this crazy, cruel God that is the one in whom the white power structure trusts, that's no God at all. I'm rereading James Baldwin's The Fire Next Time. You should read it as well, my friends. He said, then, if the concept of God has any validity or any use, it can only be used to make us larger, freer, and more loving. If God can't do this, then it's time we got rid of him. It's time we get rid of a God who's nefarious, a God who's wifty, a God who can't be counted on, a God who's on the side of white and rich and power and strong, a God who somehow believes that some people should languish in prisons or languish on the border. That's not God. The God that Paul is reminding us of this morning, the one that I am trying to speak about theologically today is a God who knows you and me intimately. A God who has heard our cries for freedom and is ready to partner with us for deliverance. A God who is sticking with you and me and sticking with the creation and sticking with the plan that she put in place for us to be redeemed and healed and whole and loved and blessed all of us to thrive, to flourish, to share our goods in common, to make sure that the planet survives, to raise our children like a village. This God, this God is sticking with us like glue and wants us to be like God, holding the world accountable to God's vision for peace, for shalom, for well-being, for revolutionary love. I'm gonna be taking some some writing time. And I'm gonna be writing a book about who God is and what God requires of us. And I'm inviting you to be on a journey with me, middle family, no matter where you are right now, no matter where you live, no matter what you're doing, to use some time this summer to ask yourself. What does good look? What does God look like? What does God sound like? What does God feel like? What does God want with you, from you? What does it mean to partner fully with the holy, with everything you have? To, to answer your own call to theological work in service of the reign of God. So that when we pray on earth as it is in heaven, when we say your reign come, we mean it. And we live for that. May it be said.